woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no bards. World Welcome to World Walkers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. World Walkers is made possible in part by the support of our Patreon members. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a member and gaining access to exclusive episodes and more, check us out at patreon.com/worldwalkers. In our last episode, the World Walkers said their farewells to the villagers of Hulkins. Megan was absent this episode, which means in-game that Tin decided to take an alternative route through the forest. We now join the group as they continue towards the Valley of the Stars and the next Shard of Stardust. Please enjoy episode 65. Are these really heroes anymore? So, yeah, um, last we left off, you guys had made sure that Kellett and his people were safe and you were ready to travel north. How do you want to traverse north? Do you want to go back into the forest? Do you want to travel its perimeter? Do we know what the quickest route is? The quickest uh, route is to go into the forest because when Roberto leads, rangers have the ability to take people quickly through the forest. Going back into the forest, however, could take you back into the path of the hobgoblins. You know, we, we are we are on a tight time schedule, and even if... We do go to the forest and we risk encountering hobgoblins. I would rather do that with Roberto guiding us through the forest faster, with the forest potentially on our side if we had a fight. You know? Yeah, it seems dangerous, but it's also like if people still aren't sleeping and aren't dreaming and aren't capable of that, then it seems like the best move is to move through the forest and get the shard as quick as possible and Kind of, if we're taking this nightmare behind us, just to take yeah. that nightmare away from them. And and just be, like, you know, cautiously aware that, like, these are hobgoblins that are prepared for adventurers like us. And who have it out for Brummelstone. Him, especially. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know I attack not their armor class. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I'll dress up like a not-wizard. And then I'll <laughs> never see it coming. I'll dress up like a rogue and then just pretend. They're like, oh, that's nothing to worry about. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh wow. Shots fired I see. from a direction that you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing the forest. But should we, um, should we do it stealthily? And should we like ask the forest for her blessing? Yes, let's do that. Yes. Do a, can we? Yeah, and did, did Kellett use the crystals I gave him? Or was he able oh, to? Oh, can we take those back from him? He kept them, he left. Damn it. But he got, he, he got go through safely. Oh, we should take those crystals. And then Tompkin gave him his ring to keep him safe. Mm-hmm. All right, so you re-enter the forest, and you begin traveling north. Uh, who's leading? Me, or Roberto is. All right, so you watch as Roberto takes a few steps ahead of the rest of the group, and then you watch as you guys walk through the forest the forest just seems to kind of come to life again and the colors kind of become uh, more interesting and inviting. Birds of different colors flock and flap their way down towards your Bordeaux and start circling him a little bit. Kind of almost like they're like 
passing him on the way to work and greeting him and then heading off to their own lives. And yeah, it's just an amazing adventure for Roberto as far as he's concerned. I'm sweating bullets. (laughs) How are you traveling? Are you just letting Roberto quickly take you through the forest? Are you trying to be sneaky? Are you casting spells? What What are you doing? I mean, Roberto would say that we don't need no pass without trace or anything. I can lead us very, con- he says this very confidently, like, you know, we don't need to do any spells. We can just kind of just follow me and I, I'll take care of you. Is this true, though? Or do I don't even, know. like, kind of, like, look at Rumblestone <laughs> <laughs> and look at Vasa? Rumblestone would say, like, I hope you are correct, brother. This seems like a strong magic. Yeah. I hope you're right that you can trust it. <laughs> well, what we could do is um, Vasa, I think Vasa and Bromosone have similar levels of passive perception. Like, Vasa can walk with um, with Roberto up at front, and Bromosone can be up the rear, and we'll try to move swiftly, and hopefully we'll be able to detect something up ahead and take appropriate action if we can. <laughs> can I sit on his shoulders? Like a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, wearing Bromosone as a backpack so he can well, see that. If you try to get on his shoulders, like, as you, as you think about that, you watch his two squirrels... Uh, skitter towards him and race up his shoulders and, and they're like oh hey what's like just like sh- they look like shocked to see him here and like oh what's and then they just kind of snuggle up on his shoulders and then what's your perception brummelstone 16 16 yeah. yeah you catch one of them kind of look back like and just give you like, a quick eye like <laughs> what what are you? and then they they shake it off they obviously you weren't trying to do anything crazy and then they they just shrug it off and then they they snuggle up <laughs> next to him I'm starting to understand how Roberto felt when Brummelstone got close to Claiborne. Like, this hurts a little. Like. <laughs> okay. If Brummelstone is walking with uh, Roberto, then Voss is going to bring up the rear and also like be keeping Tompkins close to her. <laughs> yep, Tompkins is he's just excited to see all this happen. His hands are in his pocket, and he's just kind of got a little bit of a spring in his step. Oh. Roberto notices. He's just like, right? Isn't this awesome? He's this like, so I cool. I do like Rolanas. This is why I came here after I retired. Like, I Aww. this is fun, <laughs> you know? And he kind of <laughs> takes a few steps closer to you. And he's he's hoping that the wildlife will jump on him. And then they don't. And he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. That's cool, too. I just, whatever. And he's, he's I, just. I would actually take one of the squirrels on my shoulder and put it on Tompkins' shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it runs and it jumps off of him and lands into a tree and scurries up the tree, runs a branch, and then lands lovingly next to you Aww. on your shoulder. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a, a cute thing magnet. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more bitter, but he's still cool with it. He's like, <laughs> you know, it's whatever. I don't need it. Um, so you continue your journey and you continue to travel through the soft, welcoming woods until you hear the familiar sound of growling up ahead. You tuck yourself behind some trees and peer forward. Ahead of you are several hobgoblins walking towards a collection of tents that are being set up right in front of you. They have stretched and stitched skin being spread over uh, the framework of the tents. And as the sun retreats, the hobgoblins begin to light fires and gather towards the center of the camp. Their leader emerges from the largest tent. He stands nearly eight feet tall, but it's not his height that draws your attention. It's the enormous tortoise shell that he carries as a shield on his back. He pulls it to his front, fastening the thick, leathery green straps around his arm. With no words, he begins crashing his longsword into the shell like a drum. 
the rest of the go hobgoblins stop what they're doing and start following suit. And they start crashing their weapons against their armor, against nearby trees, or even each other. They just start to just rage as he does this, and then he begins to speak. Does anyone speak hobgoblin? Um. Does it count as an animal language? <laughs> wow, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. speak druidic. Yeah. Which seems pretty close. They probably share <laughs> Do not. Yeah. So he just starts kind of giving some kind of rallying speech, and there are times when they rise up with it and they're excited. Um, while he's giving this speech, there are two hobgoblins on the uh, east and west perimeter of the area, and they're up uh, in the trees and they're scouting like crazy. They have eagle eyes. Their eyes are, if you can see them from here, you'd see their eyes are red, bloodshot, but somehow they seem like they are piercing every tree, looking through every leaf. They seem wildly perceptive. Everyone give me insight. I got a, I got a five. Ah! <laughs> I got uh, 11. 13. Six. All right. Some of you might have got a message. <laughs> so, what are you? What are you all up to? Like you, you're tucked away. There's no need to roll for stealth if you don't move. How many goblins do we see? So you see about eight hobgoblins that are kind of the run-of-the-mill hobgoblins that you've seen mm -hmm. before. Then you see um, someone who looked like their leader before. They're kind of a little bigger, a little more brutish, and then. You also see the person with uh, the shell, the tortoise shell, who seems even more in charge than the other one, like Charles 2.0. Charles in charge. <laughs> yeah. Something's wrong. The sun set earlier than it should have. You should be careful. And Tompkins looks around. He's like, oh, yeah, it does that here. What do you mean? That's not normal, is it? It's that normal here. I don't really know how to explain it, but Rolanus kind of works like a like a great story. Ah. So concepts like time aren't as solid here. So I don't know the terminology for it. Somebody better, smarter than me could explain it, but this kind of stuff happens. Like it's yeah, I don't really know how to explain it. So the forest has a taste for the dramatics. Oh, not the forest. No, the the world. But that's a good way of putting it. A flair for drama. So okay. you're saying that if we are big drama queens, the world no. will help us out. It'll... <laughs> I don't... Huh, I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it. In so, uh, no one's ever given no, that response. No. Let's just pass along. Let's let's try move around. get let's in just... the heads of these hobgoblins. What's their story? Clearly, they They're like speeches. They're in forest hell, saying that maybe we should just take the sneaky way around. Well, they Tompkins like kind of scratches his head, and he's like, fire. do you think that it would serve the dramatics if you got through this peacefully by talking to them? That's where I'm going with the, yeah, the idea of getting I mean, we, in their heads and stuff might. No, 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 no. This is just merely doing an appraisal of their 
their performance without engaging necessarily. Kind of like method acting a little. That's what I meant by getting their heads. I don't speak Hobgoblin. Tompkins so kind of moves I'm- ahead of the group a little bit and looks and he's like, oh. And he looks at you guys and he's like, they have a turtle shell. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Can we, do we know if it, if we can tell if it's Kellett's, like... Oh, it's probably not Kellett's, we just left Kellett's. Yeah, 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 I mean, if, yeah, you, you'd be able, well, to, I mean, lo- just you'd be able like, to logic that out. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I figured. It's not or, him. like, you know, this is... But it's obviously the people who are hunting Kellett. And Tompkins looks up and he's like, it might be the leader. Of the entire hobgoblin race or army or whatever? I mean, he's carrying... That's so terrible. Look, we've given them really expensive healing crystals. We've given them your invisible ring. My conscience is clear. We've given them what we've needed to let them fend themselves. We need to go through the forest and save multiple worlds. I say we sneak around. If we're putting it to a vote, I say we stop them here and now. And what will you do in that fight, Tompkins? Hmm? He'll back me up, Vasa. I'm going to help. I want to kill these guys. I want to oh. save the animal people. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, grabs a crystal and puts it in his hand. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like almost a thousand gold. Just be careful with that. I think it will be more effectively dramatic for this world if I side with Vasa. And so then it's two on two and it comes down to Brumblestorm. This is a lot of interpersonal relations. Ernobi gains a point of inspiration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she knows how this world works. Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> Brumblestorm, it's decision. Decision Animal Planet. What's it gonna be? Animal <laughs> Planet. <laughs> Decision animal planet. Oh gosh. I hope you heard um, that there was a call in there. Decision colon. <laughs> animal planet. It's one of those times Brummelstone really wish he knew someone who could fly and shoot a silent gun far, far away. And that we could just take out the leader. And I hope that someday, years it's, from now, it Megan is a is shame listening. that Tim decided to go outside of the forest around the perimeter. <laughs> what a weird decision to make. So weighing the options. So Wolf, right? Wolf, yes. Because <laughs> Brumblestone is with you here. This is Brumblest- This is Brumblestone's train of thought. This is the montage where it's like it's, you're going inside Brumblestone's head. There's like the, the angel Brumblestone and the devil Brumblestone. <laughs> Um, one, Vasa has a great point. It's actually Vasa and Roberto uh, on side by side. <laughs> but Vasa has a great point. We have a higher mission, and we've left behind Garrett. We've left behind the guys on Cogs. We've left behind other enemies that are large and will kill people. And because we're chasing down a world full of dreams, you know, like if people can't dream, it doesn't really matter if those guys kill everyone because. Everyone's already dead, right? Mom and dad, united front! Yes. Uh, on the other hand, it seems like a dwarf loves a good fight with a giant. Like, that's just like it's kind of Brummelstone's like jam back in the days. But he, yeah. he's like logicking that like core uh, 
core dwarven just like let's fucking take down the big guy <laughs> just like yell in his face because he also knows he's been taken down a lot by big things <laughs> logically he's not that dwarf um and with tin not here i mean in honesty like the best game would be to run a game where we just take out the big guy and the best way to do that would be if we had someone who silently could shoot him from far away and then that we could just like ramshackle that one guy and then bolt, but we don't have all of our forces here. And with Tompkins down the ring, and it's obviously that the danger is presiding closer, this is one side quest, Rumblestone regretfully has to turn down, and he's oh. totally going to come back and play it later on in the game. What? Come back and play. Rommelstone, what good is the world when there's no one left in it to save? No. That's an excellent question. That's an excellent question, brother. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, Dream Eaters are what's destroying the world. If I remember correctly, the King of Stories, the King of Dreams, told us that without dreaming, no one lives. So you can read this short tale. Or we can read the whole long book. We must look past this evil for to destroy the greater evil that is coming. And we've done everything we can protect, to protect Kellett and his crew. And if you're from the stories, this, magi- this forest is beyond magical. Is beyond strong. And is beyond capable of protecting them. I regret to pass them by. I mean, I would love more, no more than to slay their throats and slash them and watch them fall for what they've done. But that is another story for another time. Vasa lays a very firm hand on Bromstone's shoulder. Yeah. Tompkins is about like 15 feet away. He's got his shield out and he's ready for combat. And he goes, oh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, all right. Huh. He just looks, he's like completely shocked, like, yeah. That, mm hmm. And he puts the crystal away. <laughs> All right. So, you guys going to try and stealth? I hate it when you guys, when you're right. No, no, no. Uh, say that with more hate and say I he's still it. wrong. I hate say it. Shh. We need to keep up this, this conflict. I hate it. It's just, it's foreshadowing. Okay. All right. Part in the movie Let's, and Wonder Woman where like I want to help people. You're not letting me help people. Wait, does Roberto just like march in? <laughs> no, no, no. And like, like arrows start. Yelling, just, like, he's yelling goblin. at the hobgoblin. I want to help people. Can we get a pass without trace? We show can. All right. It's also a good time to note too that uh, Roberto, you've never—I don't, unless I'm wrong—I don't think you've had a lot of success speaking with the forest. You connect with the creatures of the forest very well, and you seem to know your way through the forest. But it's not you that talks directly to the forest. It's Edelby. Edelby is the forest talker. Okay. <laughs> Don't have to oh, it's, in, oh, it's cool. You, it's like mom and dad of the relationship of the forest, like the animals and then the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should you've, speak you've to plants right child. now. Let's go. We're all okay. sneakified, right? We're sneakified. All right. Roll your uh, self checks. 
Stealth time, and then add 10. 22. 30. Natural 20 plus 17, 37. Holy shit. 12. I lost myself <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Like Brummelstone speaks of good game, but like in reality, he's like dragging his feet and like trying to like, kick up as much noise as possible mm. to get the hobgoblins. To know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd hate. I'd hate to. I, we can't just fool and attack them, but if they find us, crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this matters. I need you guys to tell me which which way are you going? Are you going around on the east side of the group or the west side to up the dramatics? Uh, since we're in Rolanus, uh, one of these sides is going to detect Brummelstone. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on which side you go, east right. or west. So we're, we're, I think the we're right gonna... answer is obviously scatter. <laughs> I, want this, I want this episode already called like Brummelstone's Bad Decision. <laughs> <laughs> What if we throw a distracting noise in one direction while we scuttle the other direction? Only we had a gun that shot. It didn't make a noise. <laughs> I know. I was like, so What's the I'm, point I'm, of a silent sniper if you don't have it? Um, uh, I'm only bad because I can't make these decisions by myself. Like, this is how badly we need tin. So if Megan listens to this episode, there's okay. no, if there's a TPK. Because you weren't here. Is, Let's just flip well, a coin. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no. like in game, like, hey, who has like one gold piece? <laughs> if we're gonna That's, throw anything, actually... I'd rather throw a rock in like one direction while we go the other direction. It'll be uses plants. It'll be like goes up to the nearest tree and hugs it, and is like, tree, we're having a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's um. Erdelby would like be directing people. She'd be like, "All right, we're gonna ask the forest for help, but also at the same time, the planet. Um, like Vasa, try and like fake strangle Brummelstone over there, and like pull him one direction. <laughs> Brummelstone, you're pulling the other. It's like high drama, and I'm gonna ask the the tree for its input. <laughs> Which way should we go, sweet forest of mine?" <laughs> I hope the plants um, say one way. It, it whispers something that only uh, Erdelby can hear. Okay, <laughs> uh, the forest doesn't know. <laughs> the forest. <laughs> New phone, who dis forest? <laughs> <laughs> the forest doesn't know, or the forest doesn't want to tell you. Mm. Um, Erdelby whispers at the plant. Um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> why, why you no call anymore, Erdelby? <laughs> I think we might just need to make a choice and go with it. <laughs> For those that want to know, <laughs> the forest had come back to me. <laughs> yeah, I think this settles once and for all. I shared something special with a forest. <laughs> oh, did <Whoa>. you know? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> OTP there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We just have to make a call. I say east. Yeah. Uh, but Roberto's kind of still peeved at everyone, so he says best. 
Good drama. <laughs> she says the opposite of whatever the majority said. Can we just take ten minutes uh, as we could consider this, and then in the meantime, Basta gives an inspirational speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've already rolled your stealth. You'll have to roll new stealth checks. Uh, fine, fine, fine. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just go. I mean, there's a, there's eighteen there's eighteen chances that I would get higher on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but after after an inspirational speech outside of their range, you'd probably have to roll stealth at disadvantage because you're like, gather, <laughs> hear my words, not you. We're just out of your ear range, but the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> Bask with me in past exploits. There okay. will come a day. <laughs> All right. All right. I guess I guess we're just gonna we're gonna find out what makes the better story. This is this is the tension point. Yes. Right. It looks like we are going east. East. Going east. Yeah. Yep. East is where they see the least. <laughs> That's what they say here. <laughs> and if that rhyme doesn't save me, I don't know what will. <laughs> Goodbye, Tin. We could have used your gun. <laughs> I hope, I hope your, your new master. World Walker squad is just as funny. <laughs> it's going to be, like, way funnier. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's, like, listening to this, slurping margaritas with them right now. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you head east. You keep yourselves low and quiet. And you make sure you're not making a noise. You all can hear the weakest link. You're just hoping they can't. And as you check your way along the eastern edge of their base, you're pretty sure you're going to make it until you hear the war horn. No! Motherfucker! Erdlebee's bad decision. (laughs) Told you, motherfuckers! You know what it is? You know what it is? It's Brummelstone gets what he thinks is fast, and he goes, shoo! <laughs> he sounds really loudly. Well, that was close. Of course! Vasa would immediately be like, Tompkins, make yourself scarce! And he's like, right! And he starts jamming his finger. <laughs> and then he realizes <laughs> he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have the ring. <laughs> Alright, so, starting off, person who won the initiative, uh, <laughs> you ready? Brummelstone, what are you doing first? What? You like knock over what? like a hundred things. <laughs> I was the most prepared noise. for battle. Yeah, you were all like, we made it. I was like, ooh, we are not getting through this. <laughs> so the war horn has gone off. Yeah. Take it. I turn behind me or to the side. And what do I see? Like They already had their weapons. So they're just getting ready to turn and charge you guys. How many are there? Ten. All right. I know they're coming. I know they've been very aggressive. All right. So I'll take the group of three. I'm going to cast Fireball. So two of them passed. One of them did not. 46. So half damage or 46 damage. So Brummelstone would say like, well, they're on to us. Might as well play the game. Like, you want my orb? (laughs) You can have it. And he would throw it up. And one, like one move, it's he tosses it up with one hand. He pulls his hammer out from underneath him. It like spins underneath and catches it, and it comes up. And as it becomes, as it goes up, it'd be like in an anime. It would it would 
shine into a little star, and then this huge fireball <laughs> would just come. <laughs> Yeah, and they flash back to him, and he would be standing with his hammer over his shoulder, and the orb would reappear <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> As... oh, and then he would start running away, <laughs> moving back. <laughs> it's like this beautiful epic scene. The fireball launches off and crashes off this huge explosion. You watch several of the tents catch on fire, and you watch as two of them. They don't even get a chance to move. The third one uh, runs and jumps, but still gets caught in the blast and slams against a tree. You killed all three of them. Damn! (laughs) Rumblestone's good decision. Yeah, it's even the odds. Oh my god! We can can take him! (laughs) Vasa? From where I'm standing already, I'm going to position myself in front of Rumblestone to provide half cover for Rumblestone. Then I'm going to whip out my... But he's backed away 30 feet, so you're going to run away 30 feet and then stand in front of him? Oh, he's backing away? Alright, that's fine, that's fine. I thought he was like standing right up front and center. Alright, in that case, uh, Bossa's... I've learned my lesson. Yeah. (laughs) Hide himself in any specific direction, or he's just kind of like burrow in the spot like a tick. Wait, what? Like what? Did, what did Tompkins do in terms of positioning when I told when Basa told him to like make himself scarce? Oh, he was jamming his finger because it wasn't his turn, so I was just being flavor. Like he hasn't gone okay, yet. Okay, okay, flavor text. All right, all right. In that case, Basa is going to move twenty feet clockwise away from the group, but still staying on the perimeter of the camp. Mm-hmm. She's going to pull out her bow and arrow and shoot at the uh, at the main honcho guy. Mm-hmm. So that's one. And, like, that one I don't get a sneak attack bonus on it, do I? Because I'm Correct. just attacking him alone. Okay. All right. It's a royal five. We completely miss. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she's going to use her cunning move, maneuver in terms of um, using, uh, in terms of, like, using objects. She's going to activate her dagger of venom to uh, activate its poison. Cool. After that is Roberto. Um, I'm going to... Stay near Brummelstone. I'm just gonna move back with him, but I am going to shoot my take out my longbow and aim for the head honcho as okay. well. Okay, so I got a sixteen. He puts up his uh his turtle shell and knocks that arrow away. Uh, after that is Tompkins, who goes off to the side, tries to stealth. Um. You know, we'll see. And then um, <laughs> you see him uh, pull out a crystal and get it ready while he's watching you guys. One of the hobgoblins moves off and he runs towards you but then takes a tree for cover. So you don't have line of sight with him. I mean, Vasa does, but the, the rest of you don't. Same thing with another hobgoblin. Um, they, they're all starting to try to split off and kind of um, do like a pincher attack. They're using our scatter strategy against them. <laughs> <laughs> our um, trademark. <laughs> except far more efficiently. <laughs> Another one, uh, stand the uh, one up on the watchtower, if you will, like he was like t- higher up. He is going to fire off at Brummelstone. Why? Why? This is giving me huge uh, Legend of Zelda <laughs> flashbacks. Look <laughs> <laughs> up on the hobgoblin. <laughs> um, so he fires off two arrows, but they don't find their target. The leader pulls out, uh, he, he puts the tortoise shell uh, in front of him, and he runs forward about 30 feet, 
And then he stops and plants himself with the shield in front of him, and he looks like he's ready for any attack that comes at him. Another hobgoblin who's moving in, but not taking any action, just trying to get out of line of sight. This one does um, get a little bit out of Vasa's uh, line of sight as well. And then the last one moves forward and gets out of Vasa's line of sight as well. So you can see the leader, uh, his second in charge, and two other uh, hobgoblins, Vasa. But there are two who have managed to get out of your range. Uh, Brummelstone, new round. But Ertleby didn't get Ertleby to go. Didn't. Hey, where is Ertleby? Are you still hugging a tree? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the forest grabbed me when the fighting broke out and was like, you're safe with me, my love. Never let go. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't put you in the fight for some reason. That's cool. I'm just going to make out with the forest some more. Don't mind me. Uh, Ertleby. Ertleby's been watching all these um, weapons have no effect on Mr. Tortoiseshell. Can 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 Vasa in a very like Captain America way be like Hulk, get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Smash. <laughs> can we have your code word to be like Ertleby never forget and then you turn it oh. <laughs> Never forget her. If I never forget she's suddenly flashbacks like to Nam and just like <laughs> all the scenes. <laughs> That's my secret, <laughs> Rumblestone. I'm always forgetting. Ertleby's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. Um, uh, so, how far is the guy with the, the shield? I thought you were hamming up the net. I'm already forgetting. How far is the guy with the shield again? Oh, <laughs> no, me. dementia. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> foe of all. I have this terrible idea that like there'll come a point where Ertleby has to stay elephant to fight <laughs> oh. dementia. Oh, oh, is that yeah? Is that like the end? Like the end? We flash back in years later. It's like Vasa with a pet rat or something. <laughs> like Ertleby could never untransform. Oh, she's no. forgotten. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. and it's just like Vasa all day talking to her and trying to remind Aww. her of all the adventures. Aww. Oh my god, it's so sad. I see. Here's the thing: uh, if Ertleby gets strong enough, she gets the magical druid power that she stops aging, basically. So I want Ertleby to hit that, and then just stay old long enough for all of you to be old too, and then we're all old together. That could be canon compliant. If Turtle Man is more than 20 feet, um, at least 20 feet away from me. He is. Ertleby is turning into an elephant and trampling straight at that guy. She's seen the arrows fly off and like not being able to hit him every time. And she's like looking left to right and her hand goes for her gun and then comes back in front of her and she puts both her hands on the ground <laughs> and like a ripple goes through her dramatically and she transforms into an elephant and barrels straight towards a boss mcgee <laughs> all right which i believe is his official canon name now <laughs> sprouty and boss mcgee will haunt us forever i'm actually gonna change his name i got okay. an 18 plus 8 to hit so that's a 26 um roll again right. my second roll was a 4 plus 8 is a 12 but I'm lucky. <laughs> I just got a 21. Why are we rolling twice again? 
I think I've got disadvantage because of his shield. He's he went full defensive. Mm. It's a it's a it's a tortoise shield against the elephant. Why is that an advantage? Right. Uh, he's it's not like a turtle shell. It's a tortoise shell. So it's a full grown man's oh, body. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then second, um, <laughs> when you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also when you when you fight defensively, like it's a combination of moving out of the way and shielding when appropriate. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, use my inspiration because okay. I just want to be, be like sure. So I'm gonna roll again, and I got a twenty. <gasps> a nat 20? Yeah. Oh, nat shit. 20 plus 8 is a 28. Oh, that right. might have been completely unnecessary. And I don't have my inspiration point anymore. But it's for the drama. <laughs> yes. All right. What's your damage? Mostly emotional. 30 piercing damage. <laughs> Holy shit. And then because I moved 20 feet towards the creature and then I hit it with a gore attack, it must succeed on a DC 12 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. So yeah, you charge forward. He has his shield out and he tries to like kind of deflect and roll at the same time, but your uh, tusks go low and rip the shield up. Yeah. And then you gore him. Yeah. And it sends him he, it, it makes him fall back on his back. So he's taking 30 damage, he's down. Mm, mm, time to stomp. It's stomping time. <laughs> time to stomp. It's stomping time. I got a 15. So you come for the stomp and he throws his shield up just in time and like pushes off of you with it and tries to get out of the Ugh. way. I elephant noise with rage. <laughs> <laughs> Take that noise out. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was that was, that was not a- an elephant. <laughs> New round, Brumblestone. How bad does the guy look who's prone? He looks alright. Oh, I mean, he looks like he's on the ground and he's pissed about it, but he doesn't look oh. like he's bleeding. And the other ones are just like surrounding us. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw a fireball at the guy prone on the ground, hoping that taking <laughs> out the leader... And then I can use my magic to cast it around. At this time, it's a little more, uh, it's a little more quick. Where it's like a roll of the orb, and then it like lands by his prone face, and I snap, and it <laughs> explodes. And then there's just this awesome silhouette of a, like a fire elephant on top of this. Yeah. <laughs> Erdelfint looks down as the orb rolls in. And then you watch as it explodes, but like there's a space that wraps around you and keeps you protected. Okay. 23. All right, so the fireball goes off. It looks like he does not get out of the way in time. He can't get behind his shield, so he takes the full mo- amount of damage. And when the smoke clears and the fire starts to die down a little bit, he looks scarred, and he looks like he's still alive. He's pulling himself up, but he looks ragged. Vasa? Okay, so if you want drama, Vasa's kind of picking up on the drama. <laughs> I would like to make a dexterity check to to Legolas up Ertlebee's tail and land on her back and like ride her by the neck in like a very respectful, with your consent way, but like, totally, totally, potentially giving her advantage on attacks because she's steering the otherwise kind of like dimly eyed elephant with her knee. <laughs> To help her, like, aim at things? So it's just an acrobatics check. Jay and I always consent to getting Legolas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so that's... 
Yep. So yeah, like freaking in that scene, I think in Return of the King, where like he just goes and just like kind of goes way up, but instead of bringing the elephant elephant down, she just he kind of just like plops right at the base of the neck, just like some cool people do on Erdelfin. And um, so I can't like use my I can't like shoot an arrow or anything. You can, but you wouldn't be able to give her advantage then. So it depends on what you're doing. If you're up there to. Uh, aid another, then you can give her advantage on her at next attack, or you could fire off on your own. Okay, fine. Well, then uh, Vasa's gonna just tuck low to make herself like kind of scarce behind Ertlebee's uh, head, cranium, dome, and ears, but she'd totally be like steering Ertlefin. Yes. <laughs> this is and great that- because Ertlebee <laughs> is normally the one doing the ratatouille-ing, but now she is being ratatouille <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's yes. turned about as fair play. Yeah. This is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you watch as Vasa um, comes out from the tree line, runs, and then you just watch her just like elegantly flip and vault. carry her vault and carry carry herself up uh, Erdelfint. And then once <laughs> she gets up front, she leans down and you can f- you can see that she's giving Erdelby her support and Vasa gains inspiration. Oh my god. (laughs) Roberto? Roberto's still next to Brummelstone. He sees like the gob hobgoblins like trying to surround us, so I would I would not move, but I want to ready an action. If someone comes next to us, I want to be able to like just attack them. Okay. So you watch as the second in command gets close, but it looks like he's waiting for something. And then a hobgoblin comes from the side and rushes forward, so you get your attack, Roberto. Nice. Okay. So I slice at him. Twelve. Yep. So he knocks that away with his shield. I, then I tr- attempt to do my extra main hand attack. Yep. Which is a uh, twenty-two to hit. You do land that one, so you That's break past his shield for a hit. I break past his shield for a hit, um, which is five piercing damage. All right. Um, I. Slice at him with my second rapier on my offhand for, and I to hit is seventeen. Yep. So he does block that one. Then he turns around, oh. brings his shield back up, and gets that one out of the way. So he comes oh. into range and he is going to attack you, Roberto. All right. So he lands a hit. His longsword pierces into you for Oof. two damage. And then as soon as that lands, um, you see the second in command. Uh, he fires off uh, a javelin. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> oh, no. But um, misses, and then he moves into range, and he pulls out his he, uh, his greatsword, but oh. he cannot connect with that either. <laughs> All right. The next hobgoblin comes out, and he's going for uh, Brummelstone. He pierces you for two damage. Okay. <laughs> or he slashes you for two damage, sorry. Or it'll be. Uh, has Vasa on her. Um, <laughs> and just tried... Stomping this guy and he got away. He's not still prone, right? He got up. Um, no, he's uh, he's not up yet. Oh, well, yeah. then I think the thing to do is to stomp him, <laughs> if that's okay with my my rogue hat. Oh, rogue hat <laughs> is like, make him suffer. It's all about like, do it. Vasa Odyssey. <laughs> uh, the Erdelfin is gonna lower its head and like stare intently at <laughs> Boss McGee and then uh, move to him to do a stomp attack. I got a 17 and I add 8 to that, so that's 25. Yeah, yeah. 
Vasa had like sort of like tugged on the ears enough to sort of make sure that the the, the gore the head swung in such a way as to really sweep into the guy. Because of Vasa's help, she does twenty six damage, bludgeoning damage. Ooh, holy <laughs> shit! Jesus Christ! All right, so yeah, you raise up and you come down with another stomp. And he can't get his shield up in time. He can't tumble in time. So he just kind of gets stampeded for a bit. And then you raise back up. And um, he's breathing heavy, but he looks like he's ready to get up. Um, we'll move away from boss man just to get some distance, should we want. Uh, he does land a hit. Uh, just four damage. He kind of he, he cuts at your <laughs> at your leg. but <laughs> The Erdelfid feels nothing. <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> The next uh, one runs up on Brummelstone. It's <laughs> just a wild swing and a miss. Yeah, so he's going to take a little bit of a, um, a, a kind of a wider arc around you as he double moves to get up with his group. And he's almost there. Next round, he'll be there. The next Hobgoblin comes out to attack Brummelstone. <laughs> no one. They can't. I don't know what's up with Brummelstone this, <laughs> this round, but he's bobbing and weaving. Wow, uh, yes. yeah, and the last one comes and gets nothing. Brummelstone, your turn. Well, if they're all in a 15-foot cube... They're all originating from, So, like, that's really where Brummelstone's confidence comes through. Is, it's like, it's just like yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Oh, how convenient. How convenient. You're, you're all right within a 15-foot cone in front of me. Yeah, right. So, yeah, and then he was just like, hey, you guys know what you guys are? And then he yelled, Dickweeds! Really <laughs> Casting his Thunder Wave. So I did 13 damage. Alright, so yeah, you watch as the Thunder Wave goes off, and all but two, the uh, second in charge and another, like, foot soldier, they stand their ground and they take the half damage. The rest of them fly off, crash into trees, or hit the ground and die. Yeah! Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Rumblestone! After some internal dialogue, Rumblestone actually decided this. <laughs> <laughs> this was like Rumblestone's secret plan. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Vasa, are you aiding another or are you doing the help action or are you. Uh... Vasa is really impressed with uh, what how everybody's doing and now she's kind of like forgetting her initial. Uh, initial hesitation to join in this fight and now she's kind of getting into it and she's like yeah Erdlebee let's get that one and she's totally, <laughs> totally giving Erdlebee uh, advantage yep <laughs> that was my elephant noise <laughs> you have a cold I'm know. sorry <laughs> but um I wish there was some action that I could do so there's like no action I could do while atop of Erdlefint without you like, can't using... yeah you just can't give her advantage like uh, well I think that's more important because she's a freaking tank um, so I'll just go ahead and keep giving her advantage. Okay. But, but she's but she's totally like cackling now, like in a very homicidal way. <laughs> like die, die, die! You get a gore, and you get a. Gore. <laughs> you want uh, some of this? Come get it. Come it. We're you want to go to sleep? Yeah. Um. Uh, I guess okay. I guess I would run forward now to the smaller dude and just. Well, he's right next yeah. to you. Right. Oh, okay. I would yeah, just jam my, just jam my rapier into this near into nearest dude next to me. I get eighteen to hit. That's a hit. Yes. You just get past his defense. Yes. I, I softened him for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Promise. Um. 
I stab wildly at his face. Oh, shite. Wildly? Wildly. He did wildly. stab wildly. From with them ducks underneath the... <laughs> I, I Enzo and racket I... balls his dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do seven piercing. All right, that's it I for am, him. I, he be dead. Yeah, you run him through, and he's. <gasps> oh, but but I have Colossus Slayer, and I get an extra eight damage. Eight, I mean, you you can roll it if you need to. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it. <laughs> sure. Makes like me out of him. <laughs> so I kill him, but then I say, "Hey, my attack does extra damage, so I stab him a little bit more <laughs> for seven. Okay. Where do you stab can him? You, can you? <laughs> what? In the butt. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> so like if, it, he, if, if he died, like, face up, actually flip him over. And just, like, yeah. Oh, my God. In my mind, you take him and you, like, spin him and then you just go up and gut him all the way. <laughs> so, like, and he, like, so falls apart. Like and you're just, like. perspective of, like, an onlooker, are these really heroes anymore? <laughs> or just, like, this is, like, psychopaths who have, like, a moral justification for their violence there's, and torture? There are, there's, like, fires, like, taking the entire settlement. Ertl Flint is running through the flames with Vasa cackling on top. <laughs> Where Borto is creating puppets out of the hobgoblins. There's <laughs> lightning crackling off of oh <laughs> Rumblestone. In the alternate game, like, where they're yeah. like just uh, cleaning up all our messes and we're the villains, this is where they like see us for the first time in the flesh. My god, the world crashers are real. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like, Rumblestone, Rumblestone. Are we the baddies? <laughs> In my mind, it's all those fires, the cackling, the like slicing, and then it pans out to just two squirrels that were on Roberto's shoulders, and like one squeaking to the other and being like, wait, are they the bad guys? <laughs> also, like, I feel like one is squeaking, but the other one just has this like shell shocked look on his face yes. as like a loss of innocence and a single tear rolls down his little squirrel cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so Roberto, the uh, rest of your turn. So after um, shish kebabbing this first guy, I turn to the second in command and I look at him like you're next. And I sh- I also attack with my rapier of sharpness, and I have what is this? Sixteen to hit. Nope, he blocks that one. Oh, puts his shield in the way. I curse and I raise my offhand rapier. And that is a 20 to hit. So I do 9 damage to this guy in total. Colossus Slayer can only be done once, extra damage once per turn. Oh. Oh, yeah. you sit on the dead body. <laughs> yeah, you were, <laughs> you were too like, no, I insist. There's like this like wounded bad guy like next to you looking on incredulously. Like, <laughs> really? He's like, <laughs> He's going to drop his shield and take his uh, great sword into two hands. And wow. what's your AC? Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, no, you successfully dodge each uh, angry swing. Mm. Mm, that's right. And then it's Ertleby. All right. Who's in trampling mode? Like who is in? You could attack either one right now. You could attack the the leader or the second in charge. How many? How many are alive right now? How many two. are left alive? Two. So the boss man and this like guy crawling away. Yep. Vasa actually would have whispered to um Ertl Ertl Fan, being like, "If you can just like, 
like use your trunk, swipe away his weapons or whatever. Let's just like hold him beneath your foot and interrogate him to get more information out of him. Can we do that? If you say you're going to uh, just knock him out, you still roll like normal. It's just that the damage doesn't kill him. Like, yeah, you're just declaring that it's not a killing blow. It doesn't change anything on your damage or anything. No, let's do yeah. it. Let's trample or try to. Um, and then uh, plan not to kill, but to like pin him down. The leader yeah. or the other one? I was the thinking leader. the leader. Okay. Yeah. Leader. I think yep. I'll, I'll go for the trampling for the leader. All so right. I'm going to do my roll. I got a 19 and a 20 overall. But like, boss man is really good. I should have been taking notes on what needed to. He through. is pretty good. All right. No, I want to uh, use my last luck point. All okay. Right, all, luck right, point. all right. All right. I got a three. All right. It makes no difference. Our best <laughs> of all of those was the 12 plus eight yeah, equals 20. 20 hits. 20 hits. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then it's time. It's time to gore. Okay. I do 21. You gore him and you slam him against a tree. You kind of like break the tree a little bit and you push him in there a little. And he's, he finds himself stuck like his his armor. He's wearing chain mail and it seems to be stuck on the splinters. And it doesn't make exact sense, but somehow the tree is holding him. Aww. And yeah, Thanks, you're good babe. to go. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> Kissy emoji. Hopefully the second in command doesn't sneak up on me and kill me somehow as I hold Boston against this tree. Well, you don't have to hold him. No, like the tree, like I said, like oh. you gore him into the tree oh. and then like somehow like the wood splinters the right way and hooks under his arms and into his chain mail. And he's he's like kind of like laid out somehow on the tree. That's even better than what I was imagining. Which yeah, is like a yeah, yeah you're effort. free to go, um, but Sweet. it's Rumble Stone's turn. So yeah, I'll take take um, the second guy who's standing, the second in command who's still there. Yep. Uh, if I look back and be like, oh, we have someone to interrogate, then there's no reason to keep <laughs> this one alive. Um, so I'll just magic missile him. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> like, point blank. <laughs> just fucking like. <laughs> in, like in. Um, so yeah, you let loose a volley of missiles that slam right into him, and uh, he can barely hold on to his shield. I mean, uh, to his greatsword. He's heaving, trying to hold himself up. It is Vasa's turn. Are you aiding, or are you uh, acting from the top of the elephant? So, um, Vasa would have looked in her seat, um, turned in her seat, and looked to see how Bromostone and Roberto were handling the uh, other person. And then she's like, oh, I guess I should go do something. So she's going <laughs> to like get up and like slide artfully down Ertleby's trunk. <laughs> nice. can, she reach the, can she reach the other person within 30 feet of movement? If you, well, I'll tell you what. If you slide down the trunk of Ertleby and she's helping you out, you can make an acrobatics check. If you succeed, oh, you'll shit. land right next to him. <laughs> oh, like... let's do it. Let's come on, Ertleby. <laughs> As you're doing this and like the adrenaline races in your heart and stuff like that, uh, it's up to you how you feel about Rolanus, but you realize these things are possible because you're on Rolanus. Yeah. Well, it's fucking like Tokyo level epic right now. Vasa yeah. is going to like go full out down the trunk, up in the air, knife down, right for the spinal cord of yep. the daddy. <laughs> 
So it's an acrobatics <laughs> check, which I yeah. can do. Blood and I say it for two reasons: face. one, to help get a better feel for Rolanas, and two, just so like when you're on the next world and this stuff doesn't work, you're not like, come on, Pedro got fucking tired of it. <laughs> kicking their ass. Like, it's not that. It's that Rolanus is like high stakes. 19 plus 7, 26. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So you slide down and then you leap off. When you land next to him, roll twice just to see if you crit. You're just hoping that if one of these rolls is a crit, you're going to get the crit. And you All get right, the second that was 19. One. You leap off, you land next to him, and then what's your attack? What Describe it. So I'm going to attack with my scimitar and short sword, driving yeah. them down. Yeah, you come in with the scimitar, and you drive the scimitar in, and you can feel him die. It's up to you if you're still finishing your attack. No, no, no. Voss is not homicidal. She still has all her screws <laughs> in place, okay? Yeah, yeah. She's going for the dramatic effect of, like, the, the blades slide very cleanly with precision down yep. into the body. And the momentum actually slows her so that she can land very, like, nimbly on her feet. And she's straightening up as the, like, body falls and the body's weight <laughs> pulls the body out of her, um, her blades out. And then she, like, lowers them down, and then she turns around to, like, look really cockily at the, the guy who's trapped in the tree. <laughs> he's, he's out. Rumblestone <laughs> appears oh. from behind yeah. her just, like, briefly and goes, that one counts as mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reference. Vasa, like, flicks her blades to, like, splash off the blood. <laughs> I'm starting to like this place. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys thought we couldn't take those. We got this guy in the tree. I can't wait to interrogate him. Elephant How- Earlby is still a thing. So she's like <laughs> wiggling in her trunk in his face. <laughs> just kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like smacking him around, smacking him awake. <laughs> he doesn't wake up. He's He's actually knocked out. So he's not waking up for a few hours. Really? We can, can't force him awake? You can by healing him or something, but... Oh, we're not healing yeah. him. Yeah. No, let's wake him up a little bit. I need to get... We need to get information out of him. We can't afford to wait for him to wake up naturally. Tompkins pulls out a crystal. He's like, right. No! You <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, we don't have any, any first aid kits or whatever. Like, we don't have the bandages, like, tins. We have a little tin healing is. from... And then, Roberto? I have, a, I have a healer kit, but I can't use it. Yeah, see? K- can't we just like? Can none of us heal a little bit? I I can I can, uh, but do I want to? It's like, look, I got an idea. I got a plan. I have, and she pulls out her like magical dagger, and she pulls out a normal dagger. She's like, this is a classic interrogation thing. It's called mercy and pain. It usually gets good information out of them. Like all we need to know is if there's more of them, where they're located, and then we'll just off the guy. I mean, I don't know, Vasa. I mean, I tried to do this a while ago with the freaking Myconid, but you were like, no, we gotta kill it. We gotta kill it. Okay, but it was a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, well, the, mus- the mushroom could have had information. I'm sorry, I'm still it a little a bit bitter. It was a mushroom! Are you still on this? It was a mushroom! <laughs> <laughs> Report so never bro- forgets. Brummelstone has a has a spell called Comprehend Languages, so I could speak oh. to him in Hobgoblin. It's just going to take me an hour to cast it. So Oh. So like, or like, well, it's going to take a while for him to wake up, so then everybody roll perception. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Ha-ha! 12. 12. Ha-ha! Wait, I got 22. 16. 9. 
Roberto's the only one that uh, that passed. Um, <laughs> Roberto, you can hear someone like from the middle of the uh, camp saying like, "Help! Help!" Oh shit! Um, run, run over and check it out. All right, so you take off that way. What are the rest of you doing? I mean, I relay that information to the other people to the party also, but I run. Yeah, if he goes, I'll go with him just to give him back up. Vasa will stay by the baddie. Uh, Ertlebee will detransform from elephant form and make some good berries. Um, and then she's going to just start shoving them in this guy's mouth and just making like <laughs> nom nom nom. <laughs> this is a massage. It occurs throat. to Ertlebee that he's not secure, secure. Oh. <laughs> we got almost rope. almost as if rope. the tree shifts to show you. <laughs> like to remind you. Boss has got rope. Boss has 50 feet of rope. We are we are rogue tying that guy down. He is seriously roped and he is nomming on some good berries. Alright, All right. so while you're taking care of that, um, the Hammerstorm brothers take off, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, you head off into the middle. You get past. The flames are still spreading just so you know um but you know that's up to you guys um but Um, you you pass the flames and inside the main tent where the uh, leader came from you guys step into pretty spacious tent and inside what you see is some kind of large rack if you look at like the back of it you'd see that you can pull it apart and then latch it in place which doesn't seem like a big deal except for the fact that there is someone hanging from it. Their wrists are tied up to the top and their uh, ankles are tied up to the bottom. And this device can be used to essentially stretch whoever is on it. And the, uh, it's, it's at like a, almost a 45 degree angle underneath him are just a whole bunch of, uh, used daggers. So if he did fall, he would fall into the daggers. The individual is, um, missing strips of skin he looks aged and he he is a turtle he has the same kind of large kind of beakish front and like large head that uh kellett had as well he looks like he's on his last breath almost Thanks for listening to episode 65. Are these really heroes anymore? The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find at sirenscape.com. All right, cool. Do you guys remember where we uh, last left off? No. Yeah, it's been a while. I was not there. Did, did you guys play last week? No. Oh, okay. No. We were like, if Enzo's not there, fuck it. Wow. I know. Too we kind. Need Enzo. <laughs> it was going to be a bit of hairy trying to go through the forest without the one the forest yep. loves yep. best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't want to... Uh, you know, accidentally send somebody to Forest Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Couldn't bear the guilt. Um, so, uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say now? Um, and then 
you're ready to embark north on your journey to the Valley of the Stars in order to find the Shard of Stardust that is reportedly there. Can I right. ask a sub-question? Yeah. <clears throat> what the hell happened to Paddington, and why did you guys send him to Forest Hill? <laughs> Wait, I, is, this a, is, is this the first time you've been talking about this? Yes. Yeah, no, I missed because you guys had the game, and then I missed that last one because right, I was sick. That's right. And so I don't know what happened. So I feel like that was a general. We uh, Olivia, do you want to answer that question? Well, really, Jin should be the one to explain it <laughs> since it was all her fault. Uh, but um, <laughs> we. This is went- the chance to throw her under the bus. <laughs> yes, yeah, I tried to stop her. Believe me, <laughs> Jane was there. She can verify. Um, we went into the forest. Uh, the forest was like, hey, you want to play a game? Um, and we didn't realize the forest was Jigsaw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? You, as soon as it said, did you want to play a game? You didn't get it? There were signs. It didn't say there there were signs. signs. I feel like, I feel like anytime something close to a horror movie happens, Pedro was probably going with the horror movie. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> like, I'm I pretty am- sure our bad guy is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Going after the dreams. Uh, they did, do, they did their. Uh, I forget, man. I was going to say that for you guys. They started saying like, if they had to do an OTP, who would they pick? And like, there's a couple different combos. I forget what they were now. Oh wait, no. Oh. Ugh, I need to know one. Well, I know like somebody everything. said Tompkins Vasa just for the torture that they would give each other. Um, they really are the Jerry and whatever. Ertleby and um, Gideon came up a few uh, times. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have one patron that. Like... So, did, did, can I ask one side? Yeah. Question? Yes. Let me go, man. I could, I'm gonna keep going back to Paddington. <laughs> anyone ask Roberto to get Paddington out of Forest Hill? <laughs> Well, you're saying that the forest likes Roberto more than me? <laughs> Is that uh, what you're implying? Yeah, I mean, I think the OTP of this is Roberto in the forest. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that I got pretty close with the forest and it really didn't want to talk about that but i mean sure roberto can try or whatever i don't care i'm not <laughs> threatened by that I mean, maybe like when we're out of it like you know just like a last ask like if you could just like free paddington that'd be great i'm, I'm sorry i had to urban dictionary otp and now i know what that means so i've been think, sitting here like this whole time like what are you guys oh, I, i'm not uh, yeah so i didn't know i think the first time they brought it up and i was like what is this and then someone explained it and i was like, like okay mm. this week i learned about no tp which is the opposite of otp <laughs> How do you know TP? Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> it's like, I would never want Vasa and Tompkins to get together. That's my no TP. Yeah, I'm, I didn't I'm know that. I'm and Claiborne, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was no TP. Has no TP. Mm-hmm. Also, if you guys catch up on the episodes, uh, the, next, the episode coming out Sunday, you'll get to hear uh, the first time Megan cries in the podcast.
Can I wait? I'm one side track. Can we just start a list of people we've probably killed <laughs> just by existing? <laughs> In the exfoliation book, I keep yeah. the people who died on yeah. the ship there. I'll just keep track. I'll write Paddington's name I and mean, like the brownie the ship face. People, Nina, uh, you know, uh, Paddington. <laughs> that whole village that we've opened up there, like on Obrimos, we like essentially opened it up and we're like, so monsters are probably going to come out of those mines, so you shouldn't go in there. And they're like, we'll yeah. fight them. We're like, Good luck. <laughs> That's right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> to be fair like at that point like my character was thinking Brummelstone was thinking like they're dwarves I gave them all the information I can they have to make that decision for themselves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like yeah. we're the villains of some other quests like some other parties game <laughs> they're like yeah. going around fixing all the stuff we caused <laughs> Like the idea that they would get to Forest Hell and then like we would someday flash back to Forest Hell and it would be Paddington just standing on a pile of corpses and <laughs> <in the forest, laughs> like, spitting blood out. Just, like, just, like, well, like where the fuck have you guys been? <laughs> it's also a good time to know. What is the attack bonus again? Is that to my dice roll? Oh uh, yeah, it, the attack bonus uh, would be your proficiency bonus plus your ability that's... score bonus. <laughs> so that's attack. That's like. <laughs> to hit, right? Point of order. <laughs> would just like retroactively would like a twelve have hit? No, no. Okay, good. So at, least, at least now we know, like, that I didn't just like completely okay. fuck up. Oh no. Okay. So he watches uh <laughs> Sorry. What's Sorry, up? between the six dollar mask and Enzo quietly eating is the funniest. Like, I feel like very oh, man, drama. Please be careful on that like, silverware uh, again. I know. I'm. I'm trying not. Oh to my touch god! The other last fucking plate. podcast. So, Enzo eats with like the 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 hunger of a of, a, of an ex prisoner, and I'm listening to the podcast. Like I'm editing the podcast, and my wife's next to me, and every now and then I go. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Enzo's fucking eating. And she's like, so? Like, how does he eat? And I was like, he eats with silverware, so it's scraping the fucking plate. And she's like, so how do you avoid that? I said, I can't. And it was like like an hour of me going, ah! Ah! Fuck! I'm like, trying not to So good luck. Um, Please. Sorry, it just felt like it was a high drama scene. And yeah. like, between the mask and the, like, the ear, it's just it's hilarious. But, uh, it's like, oh, okay, I'm in a safe spot. <laughs> mm.